Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Good morning, race fans, and welcome along to the main event. It is race day, Sunday, here at the Salem Six Hours of the Glen. Good morning, IMSA Radio with you, with a bit of sunshine and with a lot of racing to come. Just one race today, but it is the Salem's Six Hours at the Glen. John Hindoff, Jeremy Shaw and Shay Adam to take you through morning warm-up. Then we'll bring you all of the atmosphere with our Michelin countdown to green, including our Porsche keys to the race Later on today, we'll have our VP Racing in-race updates. We'll find out who wins the BDO Nose Strategy Award. And then we'll round off a busy day of action with Michelin post-race tech. That's all to come on IMSA Radio RS2, part of the Radio Show Limited network of channels. Before we even get to that, we get a little bit of additional track time. 20 minutes of warm-up for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship starts next live free exclusive on rs2 imsa radio the weathertech sports car championship on imsa radio Let's head straight down to the pit lane and say good morning to shay adam hello shay Hello, John, and good morning to all the fans around Watkins Glen International because congratulations, it's race day. We've made it. Excellent. And it is dry for the time being. I'm with one driver who didn't get to participate in the Salem Six Hours at the Glen last year, Jack Hawksworth. How happy are you to be back in fighting spirit and, hey, the best pit box for a GT car? Yeah, we're at the front of pit lane where it's, you know, you like to be up here. So I love this track, so I'm really happy to be back. Obviously, this is an amazing circuit, so is more sport, two of my kind of most favourite, so I was always disappointed to miss out on it last year, but uh, really excited for the race today. We got uh, we got a good car, I think, and the boys have been uh, been working hard, so uh, I think it's going to be you know, crazy race, 57 cars, uh, mixed weather, not the biggest circuit in the world, so I expect just a, you know typical IMSA race, going to be uh, going to be a crazy six hours, but uh, we'll be doing everything we can to be there at the end. Qualifying went fairly well for both of the Lexuses. That's an indication of how much speed you guys have over the course of this race. Endurance races, you guys won Petit Le Mans last year. You think you can get it done in the six hour? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to obviously read yesterday because it was a bit, you know, the, the track was a bit damp and stuff. But um, yeah, I think we're in the mix. I don't think we're the fastest, but we're certainly in and around, the, you know, capable of being in the in the fight at the end. So we're just going to try and execute as best we can and uh, yeah, be aggressive and go for it. Looking at the weather forecast, how important is it going to be to scrub a couple sets of Michelins today so that when you go out in the race, you're not on that slick, shiny new tire? Yeah, in the dry, it's not a problem, but obviously if it is mixed conditions, that'll be an issue. So yeah, we'll we'll scrub a couple of sets this morning and uh, we'll be ready for it if it is. Good luck today, Jack. Thank you. 
Good morning to Jeremy Shaw. Bright and early. Nice bit of uh, breakfast, early breakfast this morning. Bit of toast, bit of marmalade, cup of tea. Uh, rather, I'm sure, like uh, Jack there. And ready to go for this one today. And look, I'm really looking forward to this, Jeremy. Hi, lad. Right. Hi, lad. Hi. Uh, yeah, no, and I'd love, love, love listening to Jack. He's he, he, he and, he and, uh, and the Bed Barnacle, they've got a super relationship there. Uh, they're from a similar part of the world. Uh, Ben's from, from Derbyshire rather than Yorkshire, which is where Hawksworth is from, but close enough. Next, next door neighbours in terms of counties, wrong side of the hills, but whatever. Um, good, good, both guys good, good. And look, they've got, they've got an amazing streak going right now. The, the, the last eight races, they finished on the podium. Uh, and in fact, the, the, we, Jack was talking about alluding to it there. He missed some races last summer because of a, an injury sustained while being an idiot. Uh, biking away from the racetrack. But if you take those rounds, the, the last 10 races, those two have driven together, they've been on the podium. Last 10, that's remarkable. That was that uh, motorcycle dirt biking, bit of uh, off-roading. Yeah, Keeping himself. <laughs> two wheels, too Stick few, to Jeremy Ricketts. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, there's something very exhilarating about yeah, two sorry, wheels. Yeah, sorry, I yes. still enjoy it. Uh, we have gone green, 19 minutes to go. Let's pick up on a couple of things that uh, happened since we last uh, spoke to you. We've got some penalties coming, which we will cover uh, later on in our Michelin countdown to green. First of all, Jeremy, a significant change to the tyre regulations overnight that was uh, fired in via uh, an IMSA competition bulletin uh, that has uh, acknowledged that perhaps we haven't quite got the the temperatures particularly in the track and at the moment the track temperature is 19 celsius that's 70 fahrenheit temperatures were expected to be much higher uh, this weekend IMSA and Michelin working together have acknowledged that fact and given the teams uh, a, a little bit of an extra choice yeah that's right I mean they came here planning to use uh, the new harder tire for the first time this season um, because they're anticipating High, high temperatures, high humidity, high everything, because it's a high, high energy track here at Watkins. And since the repave of, you know, several years ago, it's got a lot of grip here. And there's a lot of, of, of camber through the corners, banking almost, if you like, uh, on, on quite a few of the corners. So high sustained loads here. So they came here with a, a pretty conservative tyre. But as you say, after reviewing everything, talking to the teams, uh, they've elected to allow the teams to, to run the, the regular uh, softer tyre for this race, they, they, they can run, uh, they, they change the allocation. You have uh, seven sets of tyres which are allowed to use for qualifying and a race, but they didn't use any yesterday, so they can use them all for the race. And a total of 10 sets for the entire weekend, two of which can be the uh, softer tyre, which was added yesterday. So they can use those this morning, and then they've got seven sets uh, for the race this afternoon, which is plenty. So I don't think we're going to see any double stinting most likely during the race uh, in Jordan 6 6 hours, particularly as we are anticipating some inclement conditions at some stage. So it'll be new tyres at every stop if it's dry. Good morning to Ashton Harrison. And we hope it stays dry for this race, but the good news for you, you're driving an Acura in the GTD category. It doesn't matter if it's wet or dry. The Acura goes well here. Two wins in the last, what, six years for the manufacturer. Do you feel like it's the right brand to have on your chest today? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I've always had success with Acura and I'm so thankful for all the opportunities they presented me and my team. And so 
Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to capitalize on uh, any opportunity we get in the race, but I'm excited this will be my first start in WeatherTech. So I've had all these races with, with IMSA and WeatherTech, but I'm excited to, to take the start on this one. Yeah, you've raced here before in an Acura, just in a different series. How different is it now to have three drivers in the car instead of just you and typically Mario Farnbacher? <laughs> it's a little bit different, but, you know, each of my teammates are so great to work with, and I absolutely love them to death. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's different. I'll, I'll definitely do my, my stint in the, in the beginning, and then I hand it over to them and let them do their job. So, obviously, it feels a little weird because we're used to the 24-hour and the 12 hours, and now we're like, oh, my God, we only have six hours, and it's crazy we think of that as a sprint. But, it, you know, it's exciting, and we all have our job to do, and I, I know we'll do that. But you mentioned your teammates, Danny Formal and Kyle Marcelli. They've already had a good weekend so far and a lot of time on track. How much of that carries over to what can then prove to be a good setup for you guys in this car? Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, we basically went out and practiced and they were like, yeah, you know, naming off all these things with the track. And I'm like, I haven't had any laps yet. I know you guys have been here since Wednesday, but, you know, I need to get out there. And so they've been super helpful getting me up to speed. And I love this Acura platform around this track. So I'm, I'm excited to take, on, take it on. But Danny's out in the car now with a warm up. We'll do some pit stop practices and get our game face on. Where is the Acura strongest around this circuit? Gosh, I feel like we're so good under braking. I mean, the car is just so good on the front end. So I feel like at a track like Watkins where everything's super high speed, we're able to really capitalize on the entries and um, we got some accurate power. So we're feeling good about it. Good luck today, Ash. Thank you so much. Already 15 minutes yeah. uh, it, down to, so it's going to go past, past quickly here. Yeah. Should mention, by the way, that tyre change is only for the GTPs, of course. Correct, correct. Yes, so I didn't mention that. Yeah, so. we, we, we need to try and get some comments from uh, from those teams because that, that'll alter their strategy quite significantly. I think so, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Ashton Harrison, they're referring to her teammates, Danny Formal and Carl Marcelli, and Shea said they've had a good weekend so far. Yes, indeed, they have. They swept the two Lamborghini Super Trofeo races over the weekend, driving for the same Sort of, sort of the same team. Wayne Taylor, well, the same team. Wayne Taylor racing with uh, with Andretti Autosport. That new collaboration that was begun at the beginning of this year. Very exciting, I think, for all parties there. Uh, and uh, you know, a, a big switch to get, to go from that Lamborghini Super Trofeo car for Danny and Kyle to this uh, Acura. Quite different, but uh, you know, they are pros and they are very good pros as well. Dan Danny Formal is not a name with which a lot of people are familiar. Um, unless, you're, unless you've been involved in karting for a long, long time, because he was an absolute standout for many, many years. Finally, relatively late, yeah, relatively late on, well into his mid-twenties, did he finally get an opportunity to drive a, a race car in a professional race for the first time. And since then, he's uh, created a really good impression and created various opportunities for himself, including this one here. Really good to see a hard worker, really, really good guy and a heck of a driver. Not everybody transitions easily from cars yeah. to cars, particularly if you stay in carts for a long time. Hey, there's good money to be made in karting, and that's why some people stay in it beyond, you know, towards the end of their teenage years. If you are a works driver and you're getting paid to go around the world and do the world championship and such like, um, you know, it, it's a it's a big financial leap to come yeah. from top level karting where you might be getting paid to get into any level of cars so yeah fair play to danny for doing that and Absolutely. he's clearly got the talent yeah he i completely agree with you there i mean you know he's 27 now uh, and uh, it, you know it wasn't until maybe it was 2019 so yeah three or four years ago 
uh, that he made the transition uh, successfully into cars. And uh, it was uh, Ansa Motorsports. Alan Nadal gave him his first opportunity in the uh, Lamborghini Super Trofeo. And uh, he went on to, to win the championship last season for Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Autosport. Uh, and leading it again this year with a, with a perfect record now four wins out of four and obviously going out of carts into cars and your first car racing being lamborghini super trophies <laughs> is absolutely the right way yeah. thing to do he had yeah I know, i'm sorry he I'm had done kidding. a little bit of racing to be fair mainly in costa rica yeah. and, and sort of central america just but, uh, uh, nothing serious just a little bit of a slow outlap for the number six porsche penske motorsport 963 this is the red and white car and when i say that you're going to say they're both red and white but it has the white stripes over the cockpit and the white swoosh down the side. And that car with Nick Tandy on board, a very steady outlap. And I'm just well, checking the tyres on that. The seven car doing something similar. I wonder if they're scrubbing in yes. wets here. Because they are very slow, the pair of them. And uh, this is very interesting to me to see them doing that. The number seven at the moment has Felipe Nazar uh, behind the wheel. Yeah, I mean, only one of the GTP, or now two of the GTP cars has set a representative lap time during this session. That being zero one Cadillac of Sebastian Bourdais uh, and uh, Mike Rockefeller in the number five JDC Miller Motorsports uh, bright yellow Porsche. I mean, and even their lap times are in the 40s, which is you know, way off, off the ultimate pace. So, uh, and here we are with almost halfway through this 20 minute session. So already 11 minutes, uh, ten, nine minutes gone, 11 minutes to go and a very busy track. IMSA Radio live from Watkins Glen, exclusive coverage of morning warm up. It's all live, it's all free. Dedicated radio coverage. If you hear it, Rock Watkins Glen, by the way, listening to us on the PA, and thanks to for all the technical support from everyone here at Watkins Glen, as ever. And if you're here watching this weekend, first of all, thank you very much for voting with your feet and your wallet and your gas money, etc., etc., and supporting uh, IMSA here at the Glen for the sale in six hours. And don't forget, you can follow along every single race of IMSA here on IMSA Radio in the US. We're on XM202 this Sunday. All of the WeatherTech races are on XM, but all of the sessions that you've just heard this week, you can pick them up away from the track on RS2, which is the home of IMSA Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited network of channels. All live, all free, no subscription, no breaks just the action and a lot of what we've done in the early part of the week is also available uh, free on our world feed tv most of which is available in the us as well all the support categories that we've had the developmental series uh, that was all available to you in the us and will continue to the end of the season and our season finale there are a lot of uh, gtps going slowly and I'm not sure what's going on here, but that's tyre scrubbing. That's people doing tyres. Now, I don't think they'll be scrubbing slick tyres, Sheer Adam. I would think they'd be scrubbing wet tyres down at the uh, GTP end of things. Hey, I've seen dry tyres going on to all those cars so far. Oh. Um, I am just going to make my way back over toward that end of the pit lane. I know MSR 
uh, has at least one driver. Oh, nope, never mind. Tom Blanca has his helmet on. They are continuing to do driver change practice back and forth. So I'll have to keep looking for another uh, ready and willing victim, a GTP driver who is not doing driver change practice. That might be hard to find. Sebastian Borte into the pits. The 20 car is the high class racing. Anders Fjordback, that car had a shunt yesterday with Mark Kawami in the car. That uh, Mark was a late replacement for Dennis Anderson, who we got the word wasn't feeling very well yesterday. Yeah, he went, just before he got on a flight to come here from Europe, uh, he, he wasn't feeling well, so he called, he called the guys up and uh, said So he never got here? No, 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 no. I, I, no, no. I, I hadn't realised yeah, he'd yeah. not been in the car yeah. at all. No, 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 he never even got into the country. Uh, um, from what Ed Jones was telling me yesterday, so uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, they, they had a, a quick run, run around, and Mark uh, Kwame was uh, willing and able to, to step up. I'm not sure he's done a, an LMP2 race. He's done P3s, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's done all sorts of different cars, uh, but uh, yeah, he, he's often caused a bit of a very steep learning curve for him, driving regularly, of course, and in particularly in the uh, Porsche Carrera Cup North America in which his team, MDK Motorsports, runs a handful of cars uh, and he is leading the uh, AM Championship in that, so uh, you know, very accomplished driver, no question yeah, about yeah. it but it was a seat learning curve and he got together with a, with a GTD car, number one Paul Miller Racing BMW and stuffed it in the fence, but uh, hopefully seven, the car is yeah. back out and running Turn again. Turn six, excuse me uh, Jack Aiken is out in the red front at wheel and Action Express run Cadillac, and he, he he is on slicks. I can see that through the gaps in the top of the front wings, and he is motoring. He is passing people. Traffic is going to be uh, certainly an issue throughout the six hours today. Coming up on the back of the number 60 Acura, who are just cycling through their drivers uh, this morning. He has driven an LMP2 car in, in this series, actually. He drove for uh, in uh, Daytona PR1 back in 19. And yeah, this is only one in, in LMP2, but he's driven... Oh, but he has driven a, a prototype car. He drove a Riley, a Riley back in 15. Uh, Riley BMW back in 15. So uh, you know, he's been around the block a bit, has, has Mark. And uh, so he's, he's amply qualified to drive that car, plus you know, many outings in, in PC and LMP3 as well. First decent time from a GTP, and that goes to Augusto Farfus in the number 24 BMW M Hybrid V8. Still a little bit of dampness uh, in parts around the circuit, just coming out of turn eight into turn nine. Um, but this is dry weather in terms of your tyre choice, everyone will be on slicks. 136.288. So that's getting down towards what we saw in the best of the running. Uh, in the qualifying sims, qualifying didn't happen, of course, because of the inclement weather. So the grid, which we'll talk to you about in our Michelin counts down to green, uh, that was set on championship points for, uh, for all the prototypes uh, because yeah. we didn't get any meaningful running in the P2 and P3 session either because of the weather. Mike Rockenfeller goes up to second in nine in the 963 number five. That's the banana boat or the yellow submarine. 
from JDC. Yeah, brilliant, isn't it? I love the look of that car. Uh, so, what, 1 minute 32.311 is the fastest lap we've seen this week. That was set by Colin Brown in that qualifying sim yesterday morning. Uh, but, of course, that was on the harder tyre. Uh, so, they are allowed to use the softest, uh, softer ones today uh, and will do, I am sure, during the race. So, uh, we'll be, it'd be really interesting to see what sort of times we see. We're inside last uh, four and a half minutes in this session. Now, the fastest time so far, Augusto Farf has just turned it. Number 24 BMW at 135.6. Backed up by Mike Rockefeller's time of that 135.937. So, it ran about 95, 96 seconds. If you're getting down to 90 seconds, you're getting down to uh, really fast times. I'm not sure we'll see that now in the race i would have loved to have seen those other tires that we were talking about in qualifying but it wouldn't have mattered anyway because it was all wet yeah it was, it was looking really interesting at lunch break when it was still dry yeah and uh, i spoke to a few people in the paddock and they were really looking, looking forward to uh, to, to running the the, the the tires during the race at that point they were still running the harder tire correct but it, it had been cool enough and with that with that being a, a conservative tire they, they, they were having difficulty switching on those tyres, those bit, getting the, the ultimate potential out of them. I actually think that was probably what um, made the decision a bit easier for, for IMSA and for Michelin. And I think yeah. it's a very sensible, pragmatic decision. Um, you not disadvantaging anybody because they've all already run the other two. Oh, we've had a coming together and it's the high-class car again at turn nine this time and Andretti Autosport, I think as well the LMP3 car Xander's Fjord back uh, in the 20 car uh, that went out. Oh, it's Mark Varme who's just jumped into that. So that's Mark Varme uh, who has just jumped in he was on his second lap and it is the Andretti Autosport LMP3 car the number 36 or marked, uh, locked it up on the down change and left nowhere to go for Gabby Chavez. Wow. Yeah, it just snapped on the back end, didn't it? And around it went instantly. Yeah, big black marks left on the road. Marks found reverse. And a, the nose of the Andretti car and Gabby Chavez into the uh, left-hand side of the number 20. Gabby has continued. Does he come into the pits this time around? I think he probably will with just two minutes left to go. Don't see any damage on the front of the number 36. The dive planes looked okay, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't a hard impact. No, was it, it wasn't. It, but, um, but still, you don't want contact, particularly not in the warm-up. Uh, just a little bit of scuffage and a bit of a thud on the... Yeah. No ah, there is a little bit of... Uh, of uh, Split the damage. Andretti uh, changing categories next year. They are going to GTD. Yeah, well, they, they ran the, the, the exploratory outing at uh, WeatherTech Race with Unisaker last time out. Uh, John, you're absolutely right, of course, with that Aston Martin they ran there. Back to the LP3 car now. I think we might well see that Aston perhaps in one or two more races this year as well as they get ready for 24. And that's because there is no GT3 in this series next LMP3, year. Uh, yeah. Mark Kvame. Uh, no, LMP3, excuse me, uh, next year. Mark Farmer, that car was not tracking straight as he came into the pit lane. Shay Adam with news. We have a driver change, gentlemen. Uh, the number 30, that's the Junior 3 entry. No Ari Balog for today's race. Instead, Dylan Murray has been drafted aboard. 
Welcome back, Dylan. We missed you. So Dylan Murray into the 30 Junior 3 car. More quick times coming in. Uh, Conor De Filippi and Augusto Farfus are swapping times at the top of the field. Jack Aikens got up there as well. Timo, uh, Timon van der Helm is into the Porsche that has just been vacated by Mike Rockefeller. That's the bright yellow number five. So it's BMW 25 from BMW 24, 134.539 by Conor De Filippi. The BMWs have looked uh, a really good package yeah. this week. We haven't, obviously, we've lost a bit of running with the weather. We didn't get the full qualifying. But I, I've seen a real step forward this week in the times and just how the cars look out on track, Jeremy. Yeah, I mean, Conor's been, well, both cars have been fast, haven't they? You're absolutely right. And Conor Filippi, he's the, uh, the, uh, the, the track record holder for uh, GT, uh, GGD Pro here, set that record in qualifying last year for BMW, and he's just quick at a prototype car, and as you say, the session, the second session yesterday, he was quickest for most of it to, in, in, the, uh, in that BMW, so yeah, it bodes really, really well, they had a, a great test here with both cars a little while ago, and uh, coming into this race uh, with uh, high expectations. Checkered flag is out. And these times do not count for anything. Jack Aiken goes through. 134.6, second place for the 31 Whelan, the red-fronted Cadillac. Here comes Timon van der Helm. But he's going to follow through Augusto Farfus, who's on a quick one. And goes through and improves. Augusto yeah. Farfus with a 34.5. On his last lap, 34-6 for Jack Aitken. Uh, Conor De Filippi went through in a 37, so it didn't improve on his 134. That's pretty solid at the front. If that's race pace, Jeremy, 34-5, yeah. 34-5, and 34-6. Interesting. We'll discuss that in a minute. Shea Adam is down in the pit lane with Nick Yellowly. Well, Nick, it doesn't count for anything, but the start of the day to BP1, that's a, a nice portent for what's to come, potentially. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you say, it doesn't really count for anything, but it's always nice to see yourself at the top. I think it's 1-2 as well for BMW. I think so, at least. So, yeah, uh, nice way to start the day. Obviously, we want to make a position from where we're going to start, which is fifth. Uh, we feel like we could have, yeah, qualified higher yesterday, so it was slightly frustrating, but we understand the decision. It was very, very wet, and, uh, yeah, I think there would have been a lot of crash cars if we'd have gone out. So the right decision was made, and, uh, yeah, six hours to take a place an hour, and then we should end up where we need. I like that strategy. That's very restrained. Um, but you did get something foisted upon you this morning that was a bit of a surprise. New tire allocation for the race. So going out and warm up, how much were you leaning on the new allocation and trying to figure out how that compound is going to work? Yeah, I mean, fortunately, a few of us tested here two or three weeks ago, and we actually had a few sets of, of that tire, which is, uh, I guess, a benefit for the people that were here. Uh, but the thing is, we had a lot different in terms of uh, track temperature, ambient temperature and everything. So really, we don't know how it's going to work. Um, a lot of people, I guess, will use it in different ways, and we will, uh, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Do you think it'll be the go-to tire for the race? I think it's difficult to say, having not run it in these ambient conditions. Um, yeah, of course, it'll be faster for a few laps, but whether it holds on will be yeah, interesting to see. <laughs> Can't wait to find out later. Good luck, Nick. Yep. Thank you very much. Nick Yellowly, 1-2 for BMW. Uh, interesting. Uh, it was uh, 
changeable conditions, I think, when they were testing here. So they had a bit of wet, wet and a bit of dry. And it was much, much cooler even than it is now. Um, they were expecting much hotter temperatures, which is why uh, Michelin came with the, the new M uh, tyre. And I think that's interesting uh, that it is going to be a bit of the roll of the dice uh, for uh, the teams. They can use both. Uh, it's my understanding, Jeremy, from that uh, competition update from IMSA. Yeah. They can use both sets in the race. They don't have to commit to just one. Normally, it is only one compound of tyre here in IMSA. That was uh, changed for Daytona because of the uh, expected cold overnight temperatures and the softer tyre was allowed to be used from uh, from memory. I think it was uh, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock in the evening until 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you had a, and you had a, a small allocation of tyres to use True. within that time. So this is a little bit different because this is effectively a two-tyre compound choice at any time that you want through the full... Uh, through the full six hours. That's much more the WEC way of doing things with the Michelin tyres. Yeah. Can you mix and match? That's the, that's uh, the no. next question. Uh, no. Which, of course, what you used well, to do back in the old days. Well, I say that. <coughs> I, I don't know. I suspect. No. I suspect not. I suspect not. not. But it's certainly a question we, we, we will try and ask. In the old GT <coughs> Le Mans, to, uh, the GTE days, the GT Le Mans days, uh, there, was, there was three slick tyre compounds uh, and constructions for uh, for each of the manufacturers, and at some circuits they would use all three on the car. Absolutely, yeah. No, somewhere like Lime Rock Park. So, 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 yeah, exactly. Same same in the GTP day, the old GTP yeah. days, uh, that when um, d different tire manufacturers were involved then. But uh, yeah, you'd you'd often have at least three different compounds being used because there were probably four available to uh, to the teams at that stage. Pretty not, good not morning. Case. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, pretty good morning for BMW. First and second in GTP. First and second in GTD uh, as well with the uh, uh, number one of Paul Miller Racing taking the best GTD time with uh, Madison Snow finish on, off the session. Robbie Foley uh, in the 96 Turner Motorsport BMW in the second spot in GTD. Best of the GTD pros is uh, John Edwards for Turner Motorsport in a BMW. Mm. And, uh, and a great day yesterday for Turner Motorsport BMW. 1-2 in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. And apparently apparently, their, their glasses were never allowed to be empty in the Seneca Lodge last night. <laughs> and there's a few bloodshot eyes and heavy heads uh, this ah. morning. Uh, they were lauded, as they rightly should have been, uh, by the patrons of the esteemed uh, uh, establishment that is Seneca Lodge. And a good time was had by all. Yeah, one one would assume that there are two different crews working on the GT uh, on the uh, GCD cars as opposed to the Pilot Challenge They're cars. They're all in sure. this morning. I'm yeah. told that they all hit roll call this morning uh, uh, and uh. and their call time. All it. right, that's your 20 minutes uh, for a little bit of probity. It's BMW, yeah. BMW, Cadillac, uh, and then the private Porsche from. Uh, JDC Miller, then Nick Tandy uh, in the number six Penske, the Porsche Penske motorsport car. Best of the LMP2, Scott Huffaker in the TDS machine. And two Decanes at the head of the LMP3 field, Jeremy. Yes, indeed. Uh, fastest Matt Bell in the number 13 car for AWA. Then the JDC Miller Motorsports car of uh, Rasmus Lind in second position. Then the best of the Ligiers, that's Joao Barbosa for Sean Creech Motorsports. 
So that's and in GTD Pro, not yeah. too much GTD Pro, uh, fastest there. The two, ah. two pro cars, unusually. Yes, sorry, <laughs> were I missed those. Faster yeah. than, than the, the non-pro cars. It was uh, Jordan Pepper who set the fastest time this morning in the number 63 uh, Iron Lynx Lamborghini, uh, ahead of uh, by by two or three tenths of a second over the Risa Competizione Ferrari of Daniel Serra. Yeah, that car's looked. The, both of those cars have looked yeah. strong. And uh, we'll be back with the Michelin countdown to green in plenty of time. Uh, that is at 10 o'clock local. Uh, so that's 3 o'clock in the UK, 4 o'clock in Central European summertime. Remember, if you're in the UK, you can join us live on Viaplay Extra now. That's a free-to-air channel on the Sky satellite platform. And we'll have full uninterrupted coverage of the race, of course, on our international feed as well. No blocks, no bricks. Uh, no charge uh, for that one, uh, except for here in the US, where the race this afternoon will be Lee Diffie and the team uh, with additional special guests, including Brian Till, uh, and they will be on USA uh, this for this six-hour race. The sale in six hours of the Glen is the one and only race today. It's the big one, and we'll have it live for you on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV later today. Bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.